Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm. We're back this week after taking just a, a little break last week. Uh, it's, been, it's been crazy. In fact, it's crazy today. This show almost didn't happen. It's <laughs> crazy right now. It's that crazy season we've been worried about. But you know what? This is a show we're going to do just Sly and I. We're going to take a bit of time to finally reflect on 6.2's story because we had not taken the time to do that since it came out and do a little bit of light predictions for next live letter. So I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy, and of course joining me just on his little lonesome today, my boy in blue who refuses to accept that the last episode was a couple's episode. It's Sly. How you doing, Sly? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't a couple's episode. See, here, see here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a little behind the scenes. Um, I told Mel that story and she went out of her way to DM Sly and call him a little bitch. Um, yeah, I got, I got a DM from, from Mel. Why, why are you such a little bitch? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, he's always been hap daddy. He's always going to be hap daddy. Yeah, but you got to accept the good with the bad, Sly. That's how it works. I mean, to be honest, we we weren't a couple. We, everybody knows everybody's dating Q. That's just how it works. Like, everybody's dating Q except That's for Stalin. Only chat. Just... Only chat. We're not chat. No, 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 everyone. Q belongs to the hood. He belongs to the hood. The hood don't give back. He, the hood don't give back. He belongs to the hood. Oh, my God. Uh, how you doing otherwise, Sly? How did you enjoy your week off of State of the Realm? Uh, it's pretty decent. You know, things. Got, to, got a few things done um, that I've been meaning to do. Still got, like, a bunch of shit I need to do. But otherwise, like, yeah, it's been crazy. It hasn't been as crazy for me as it has been for you. But it's been relatively crazy getting ready for our first Saturday tomorrow. Um, it's a bunch of Gundam stuff. Uh, just things. Yeah, you got things. your gotchas. Yeah. Put out a guy. Got a new banner. Yeah. Yeah, I put out a little, like, you know, introductory video, which you should definitely go watch if you are playing, uh, you know, if you are playing uh, Evolution or, hell, Overwatch 2, go check it out. I mean, if you have a PS4 or PS5, Battle Operation 2 is photo freeze. Not sponsored, but, you know, it's photo freeze. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm, I'm... I'm Look, when they, when, when, when Bandai Namco gives me like 500 tokens to do pools, then I will absolutely do That's call not it sponsored. Sponsor. No, gotta get paid and get the tokens. <laughs> That's how you gotta do it. Yeah. That's how it's gotta go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get on to the show itself before we get started. Thank you to our sponsors. We, of course, have our sponsors over on Patreon who do not need to support. They simply choose to. Thank you to them. We appreciate it. Of course, we have Steel Series. Uh, we did have the giveaway. I'm gonna while we're getting this show started, I'm actually gonna pull the winner on the show so I don't forget. Just because uh, I tend to just do it off the stream, and I'm still waiting on confirmation. I got the last winner. They they emailed me back. If you're watching and you heard this, I got your email back. I've just been waiting to hear of when that uh, giveaway is going to ship, and so I'm waiting on that. What did I just do? I just did something. Did I just sticky keys? <laughs> Swear I just heard sticky keys. Did you, did you hit like 
was it shift five times or something? I don't think I did. I pressed the letter T. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. But it sounded like sticky keys went off, but uh I didn't get a notification, so maybe uh maybe it's just a robot. Maybe the robots are just taking over. It's possible. The machines are winning. They they usually <laughs> do to be fair. Yeah. So I'll have another Steel Series giveaway for the month of November set up under this video. And then uh, you know, advanced GG, ten percent discount code. HelloFresh has sixty-five percent discount code on that first box right now. So all that stuff will be in the description. And as Twitch, you know, I usually have all the commands. Most people know all the commands. Yada yada yada. That's how it do. Yada yada yada. Oh, yep. Sly. Mm-hmm. It's been a, it's been a wild last couple months since six point two came out to think that we never got to talk about the story a single time. I mean, we spoke about it in bits and pieces, but we never really actually had a, you know, explicit show about it, which kind of, yeah, it's kind of surprising. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we have a couple of community pros now on that. Of course, there's there's always Pyro and Anonymous, which I never got around to asking either of them mm-hmm. because everything's been crazy for the past several months, whether it be the release yep. schedule and the, the everything that went on with P8S or, you know, variant, Criterion. And, and all the other games, like Valk- Valkyrie, Elysium, Field, Harvestella, right now. Uh, it's, it's, content. yeah, content, content. So we're doing kind of a story light show today just mm-hmm. because we haven't had the opportunity to discuss it. I mean, there's been a lot of interesting story developments that we don't even have to limit to the actual 6.2 MSQ because yeah. everything's been kind of heated up. Even the beast tribes are like, like this right now. They're like above and beyond with the Omicrons with everything that's been happening with that. Everyone, of course, happy they have their jellyfish mount now, except for me. I haven't gotten to that point yet. I'll keep up with Oh, you. yeah, the Omicrons exist, don't they? Yeah, that's a thing. It's really good. It's definitely the best. Be- I think it's the best tribe quest that we've had in terms of the story happening. I don't know. Hippos were uh, hungry. Hungry hippos were kind of good, though. Uh, hippos are great. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with with the other ones we've gotten, but the Omicrons. Right. The Omicrons have been like not just Omicron tribal quests. Like it's it's the core of it, but you know, jamming mm-hmm. way being there, uh, the Omicrons themselves playing a part in all the races from. Ultima Thule and the Dead Ends all being involved. It's like it's like this collective of tribes that mm-hmm. uh, it really feels more like the Ultima Thule tribal quests and not the Omicron tribal quests more mm. than anything. So uh, it's it's been mm. phenomenal. Not to mention a lot of people praising the fact that the music for the Omicron area is another instrumental version of Close Close in the Distance and not one with lyrics, as that's always. Uh, a heated topic about whether or not we should have the lyrical version of close in the distance as BGM. Yeah. There was just a thread on that on Reddit the other day. Someone's like, great song, awful BGM. I was like, what? You don't like crying every time you go to the <laughs> I love crying. Then I play Dynamis on, on <laughs> just go and play Dynamis in my uh, albums right afterwards. Just to force the tears wow. out. You ever like looked into a light to make yourself sneeze? That's a thing. Yeah, if you ever no, like have a sneeze, that is, like, that is not a thing. I've never heard. It is, of it that. is a thing. A lot. It's a, it's a very well known thing. So Looking at, directly into a light when you when you're on that verge sneeze. when you're on that verge of sneezing, like you're like it won't come out. You look into a light and then. Pfft. I mean, I'll look up 
But I won't look into like a light source. Looking into a light is uh the main the mainstream way of, of triggering that. I would not it recommend like looking into the, the sun necessarily, but you know, a yeah. light bulb would be preferred. Something that may not permanently damage your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> You're wearing glasses. You're like, I need to see. Let me look at the sun. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, But, yeah, so the Omicron's uh, big thing, kind of starting with .25 here because it has the smaller points. The variant dungeons as well, the story bits. Now that Stahl's not here, we can actually talk a little bit about that. (laughs) (laughs) She, I don't know that she read anything more than the titles that we asked her to. I don't, I don't, I, I doubt it. Right. She's a, she's a little skipper. Listen, I skipped too, but you know, those journal entries. Yeah. The variant dungeon, um, really does make me want all of our dungeons kind of be that way. I know it's not really a feasible thing, but like storytelling dungeons with like, I mean, we, with certain dungeons you get, um, you get tidbits of lore, and it's more so some than others, you know, like Great Global Library, uh, things like that that leave, you know, little bits of stuff to read and whatnot. A lot of the other dungeons, you kind of have to, I mean, it's kind of like inferred lore. Like, you kind of have the piece of everything, you know, before and after the fact. Um, what was it? The one dungeon, it was... It was the, um, God, I can't, I can't remember which one, but yeah, it's like a lot of it is inferred lore and we don't, and and I kind of agree with you. I I feel like dungeons should have, um, a lot more, you know, talking points, so to speak, uh, when it, when it comes to lore and stuff like, stuff like variant, you know, being, you know, included every patch, like, or just throw it in our normal dungeons. That'd be great. Two things, two things. One, Mm -hmm. we do have the journal now, which I think could be utilized to some similar end, at least with the dungeons that we are forced through through the MSQ. Um, How they want to go about that, uh, I I think it it would not be a bad idea to introduce maybe a couple of possibilities within our normal dungeons and then just expand with the journal in case you go through a couple of times. Number two, can you unplug and replug your microphone in real quick? Because it's a little uh, scratchy. It's like it sounds like it's um, light, like a little loose. I'm sure people in chat had picked up on that because I definitely did. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not just Discord, and then I sound that way too. Hoping that's not the case. Never know. You wouldn't be surprised. Day without incident zero. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll wait till, till he's done. Then we'll continue with 6.25 and move back to 6.2. You know, it's funny. So while, while he's working on that, you know, on YouTube, they always say that Sly is too low and I'm too high. But on Twitch, everyone always says the opposite, that I'm too low and Sly's too high. It's, it's, I, I can't make anyone happy. Yeah. And I am getting a bit of scratch from Discord too. Hmm. Oh, you sound fine now. Yeah. No, but but I'm saying from like, oh, you know, okay, actual audio. Yeah, they yeah. said they said I sound fine. Yeah, so that might have just been Discord messing with everything. Well, either way, yeah, yours yeah. Your, yours is resolved. So it sounded like it was just like a little cool. loose or something. Either way, uh, so cool. 
Yeah, definitely. So you haven't done any of the Omicrons, I just realized. Backing up to that for a second. <laughs> you did level your gatherers already, so it's a little less pertinent. I, I, yeah, I have no... Yeah, it's less pertinent. I have no need to, so... Uh, I mean, but what... Other than the jellyfish, what do you get out of it? Do you get, like, materia? I'm in the middle of a podcast. You're trying to talk to me in the middle of a podcast. Sorry. You... Well, I mean, she did that, not me. It's just this one does that. She's the one who throws the door open. Look at that. <laughs> and then I'm just, look at this. Hmm. See, I'm just a toothbrush to her as far as she's concerned. See, look at this. Oh, let me brush my teeth real quick. There we go. Either way. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you get out of, uh, besides the jellyfish, what do you get out Minion. of it? Do you get Minion, material? you get the music from the air. I mean, it's all the same stuff you always get. You know, it's just not like it's breaking the mold here in any of that regard. Gathering material. Yeah. You know, with the the things, of course. You know, that's yeah. That's always valuable. I, yeah. you know, it's funny. I deliberately. This is what happened to me with dwarves. I I didn't have any reason to do them, so I didn't do them for ages until the triple triad mount came out. And so uh, I'm not doing that this time. I'm just doing them more slowly this time because I'm I'm not doing them every day. But I did deliberately leave gatherers like other than minor unleveled, so I could uh, I would be more motivated to do the omicrons when they came out. You're really waiting on that, um, that, uh, crafter, uh, tribe, aren't you? To, to level your crafters, yeah. huh? Yeah. Definitely. I, 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 our good old, our good old bunny pals are going to need some help. Honestly, the more I do Omicron, the less I think the bunnies are going to be one. Cause jamming way is, is like just constantly a part of this. It's going to feel like we almost like we had two bunny tribes. Weirdly enough. Mm. So. Hmm. No, I would recommend doing it. I would recommend doing it for the story. And then the very, yeah, so the the journal, that's where we left off of. The journal they could really use to, to kind of expand upon the normal dungeons a bit more since we have that built into the game now. So I kind of do hope we can go with the less traditional. I think that their concern over the path a dungeon takes or people finding the best path is honestly to just make it so there's multiple paths, but in a roulette, you... They, mm-hmm. It's determined. Like they just, you got this path for this dungeon, and that's the path you're going to have to take. Yeah. So that's the route I want them to go with that. Uh, as for what, what, what's the, and then Hildebrand. <laughs> this was actually no, kind no. of an underwhelming Hildebrand quest. It, there wasn't really a whole lot that happened. It was a lot of setup. Yeah, like as opposed to other. Other, uh, expansions, Hildebrand's, like, this one, it's, it's not exactly my favorite. I mean, I'm not going to say it's, like, bad, but it's not my favorite. I, I think it's just that, I think the first Hildebrand and Endwalker was better than the second one. The second one is more of his usual hijinks, but it's not mm-hmm. as, this is the one that sets up the case. This is the quest that that sets up the case more so than the first one. The mm-hmm. first one was getting him back from skipping an expansion. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it feels like because they skipped an expansion, they felt it it that should be its own thing. And it's it's taking up more time as opposed to getting to stuff that's more involved. And I think we also kind of got used to the pacing of Heaven's Worn and Stormblood where they were kind of condensed into these like smaller quests because they they kind of weren't prepared to do them in a sense. Yeah. But uh, this one was really more about setting up the Manderville weapons more than anything, which don't really have to do with Hildebrand. 
One thing I'm hoping it's setting up is that we see Julian again. We have to. Come on now. We have to at this point. We haven't seen her since what? What, ARR? It's been like either ARR or Heaven's Ward, I think. But yeah, either way, like we haven't seen her in such a long time. And like they make mention of her. And I'm like, please bring back Julian. You see Godbert like every, every, um, every Hildebrand patch. We see him him outside every two. Yeah. Why can't we see Julian? But I was grateful for the Manderville weapon. So everyone had this constant fear that the Manderville weapons were going to be joke weapons. There's this, and, you know. And they look so fucking good. I am so, they're just so I kept so telling people good. they weren't going to be joke weapons. He doesn't joke around with his craft. The way, the way they're made is the fucking joke. Yeah. No, I mean, That's not, not the entirely. Joke. There's meteorites involved. That's not a joke. And, and, and Manderville sweat. Not even Manderville sweat. It's like they just got some, like, even after Godbert does it, they just get some random fucking dude to do it now. Like, some random, random half-naked dude to do it. Like, so you can just use anybody's fucking sweat? No, they have to be trained. It's a, in, a, in, a, in a Manderville way. <laughs> and, and see, here's the thing. Here's where I see this going. Like, it, it, it's sweat now. But we're gonna eventually require the blood and tears of of a Manderville man or, or someone trained in the art. So we're literally gonna have somebody's blood, sweat, and tears in a fucking weapon. Oh my goodness, Ivy! Why are you like this? She she you, my you could see my door swing open. She just wants to charge yep. full speed at my door. Stop! Stop it, Ivy! Come here. Hey, come here. Now stay. No, stay, stay, Ivy. Ivy, stay. No. Stay. Stay. You're too wild right now. You're too wild. There you go. Stay. Okay. But yeah, so... But here's the thing, though. While the method of making them is a little bit of a joke, the reason we're making Mm -hmm. them is not. And I think caught a lot of people off guard. Because Mm -hmm. the story behind the Manderville weapons, for anyone who skipped the cutscene, is that Godbert was in Thavnir during the final days when it first occurred. And he and he yeah. protected as many people as he could, but he was mad he couldn't save everyone. Right. And so he's like, "I we need these weapons back, so that way you know we can I can, can better protect the people." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very noble. It's very not Godbert ish. It's you know what it is. It's closer to Godbert in four point one when he was trying to teach Nanamo about economics than it is Godbert mm-hmm. from Hildebrand quests where he's a menace. <laughs> I can't think of a better way to put it. He's an absolute menace. Or men-ass, if you prefer. Wow. I mean, I'm not wrong. You aren't. Which, yeah. And uh, Geralt got a plenty of a look at that men-ass as he got to see him derobe for his his process. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, he's dressed up. He's going to transform, huh? He's going to lose all his clothes, isn't he? He lost all his clothes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Drolls is there for the liquor, honestly. Yeah, pretty much. As usual. He, see, he already spent the money on the booze. He's only taking the job yeah. because he's already spent the money. And now he has yep. to. This guy cannot. And, you know, at some point, people felt bad for him with Rowena. This is not one of those times where you can. No, yeah, we don't. Really, we, uh, he got himself into this situation. We... 
definitely tell. We can definitely tell. And yeah, I don't feel too bad about it. I don't feel for him. Not not in the slightest this time. No. And but the, here's the thing though, he's he's simultaneously fascinated by Godbert's work, I'll call it, I suppose, mm-hmm. as he is completely perturbed by it. <laughs> Yeah. It's exactly the dynamic that we kind of thought was gonna take place. There's going to be a step where he absolutely tries to do it, tries to replicate it, and gets, like, half naked and tries to do it himself, I believe. I mean, here's the thing. He's nobody to judge about not wearing clothes. He doesn't really wear a shirt, so he's only one. I mean, that's that's one thing, but he's going to lose the pants eventually. He's going to have on the white small clothes. The here white small clothes. Oh, man. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be good. The first step was kind of as we also expected. It was a lot more like the Shadowbringers step than mm-hmm. it was anything else. Uh, they made it five hundred more tomes this time for whatever reason, but you know, nothing yeah. involved. I don't know if that's a good idea. I think they really need to start making the first step involved again in some capacity. Eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, we know because we know like the next few steps are going to be hella involved. Um, in, in terms of like what we have to do, um, usually the next two final step is probably the worst one. Like they'll probably require us to do 24 mans again. Um, or, or something worse. So yeah. Yeah. Just, just, you know, give us the, you know, you know, the introductory step and then the victory lap step at the end. I'll take that as opposed to making the first step involved. Mm, but my thing is, is that when you look at like the content structure of an expansion, you look at the mm-hmm. initial release, you know, it's, it's, it's for anyone who plays a lot, a lot of hours, the initial release is always very dull. You know, you get through the story, you have that emotional impact, and then it's, you know, tomes and just waiting for normal mode, then normal mode for a couple of weeks, then waiting for savage. And then, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and then it depends on where your, your tertiary interests end up. Are you into PVP? Are you planning on working on that? Did they introduce anything new in in that? Which, you know, they didn't 6.1, but thinking back to 6.0, you know, it's, it's just, there's very, there's no long form content outside of like casual savage prog and ultimate, you know, that's it. And that's not for everyone in the first place. Further define long form because I I, I kind of <laughs> feel like I something like you're not done with on patch are... day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's uh it, it's a reason for somebody who isn't into raid prog to log in on more mm. than a few days out of the week or month or or whatever. You know, you again, you get your story mm. quests and then. Yeah, like, yeah, you get tribal quests. You'll want to log in once a day for 15 minutes. Cool. If you do roulettes or you don't have anything leveled and you're taking a long time for that, yeah, sure. Essentially, it becomes leveling is the one primary form of long content when an expansion comes out. And I think it stays the only form for too long. That also, in this expansion, depends on how interested you are in farming for the Wivray mount. If you uh, are that into fates. Um, well, outside of, you know, battle content, we do have... Um, some crafting content that is long form. I kind of wish they would, um, if we really wanted stuff outside of battle content that was long form, they would include stuff like, we're probably not going to get another firmament type 
content anytime soon, but like throw that in at the beginning. I mean, because there's nothing like for crafting and gathering, there's really nothing to do but fucking level it and that's it. You're done. Um, yeah, throw firmament type content into the beginning of the expansion. Have something like to tide them over. And you know, I always kind of care for the crafters and gatherers because you know, it's fucking money, but um. (laughs) <laughs> you want to care. They just don't give you a great reason to. Yeah, they don't give me a great reason to. I mean, other than that, like, I level it and I'm done. Like, okay, let me wait for a fucking patch and, you know, you know, get ready by, you know, making hundreds or a thousand or so of script stuff just to fucking turn in. Yeah, you really, I guess my point is you have to go kind of out of your way to get any of the long form content that is less traditional, mm-hmm. or you have to be kind of catching up with something you didn't finish. Like if you didn't do ocean fishing before, that's always technically a long form content that's available there. You, you made it long form content. <laughs> the, the achievement if you wanted, made it long if you wanted form that content. achievement, yeah. If you wanted that achievement, sure. Long form content. Go that's ahead. the same. That's the thing. All the long form achievement usually comes, or all the long form content comes in the form of achievement, like like getting a new hunt mount, yeah. like getting a thousand S ranks yeah. in the new. Oh, the tiger mount. Yeah. Well, no, I mean every new expansion, there's a new hunt mount for a thousand S ranks and two thousand A ranks for that expansion uh, specifically. You know, so it's it's just what do you, what do you, what are you gonna do? You know, I I just mm-hmm. I think. That when people who want relic content specifically get it, and mm. it's just get fifteen hundred tomes, they realize they already that, have that. Yeah, they already have it. Like it's like they didn't even have to do the content. So nope. that being the sole first step means one of two things: if you plan on making a single weapon, you're already done. If you plan on making mm-hmm. more than one weapon, then yeah, it's tomes, but. You also have God knows how long to get those tomes. You're not like, oh, let me go. I need to go work on getting all my relics. You know, they, they'll either get it while doing roulettes or leveling or weeklies or, and it'll just accrue over time. I mean, that's essentially what I've been doing. Yeah. Except I keep getting yeah. tower at fucking Paradigm's Breach, which takes 45 goddamn minutes every time I do Alliance roulette. <laughs> Literally, Sly, the other day we were, it was one of those, oh, we, the queue popped. One DPS didn't accept. I was like, you know what? That was Crystal Tower. Next one towers at Paradigm's Breach. Exactly what fucking happened. <laughs> I willed it into existence and I fucking hated it. Yeah, because there's just, there's a lot of people who don't want to make a billion. They don't want to make 19 weapons. They don't even want to, a lot of people don't even want to make more than one relic weapon. Maybe a second or third. But people aren't crazy like me. I made every Shadowbringers weapon. I'm making every Manderville weapon. Because you are on drugs. Yeah, and I'm not asking for that. I'm not saying that because, you know, obviously then for me, I need 28, you know, you need 26,500 tomes after your, or I'm sorry, 20, it's 28,500 tomes for all 19 weapons. But, you know, the first 1,500 I already had, first 2,000 I already had, so 26,500 left for me. But I'm not like, Mm. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about just when they introduce the Relic Quest, it being more than hand us the tomes you've probably been sitting on cap this whole time, and now you're done if that's all you mm. wanted to do. Yep. Yeah, because you can't ever please me, and I'll probably be doing it more than most people anyway. So it's for those people that just want to do one or two weapons and want more reasons to log in. That's, those are the people I'm thinking of. So. It wasn't very popular yeah. in Shadowbringers, and to only do the tomes, I'm just saying I didn't 
think it was going to be very popular here either. Mm. So, I think I was right. Now, doubling back all the way to 6.2, now that we've caught up on the 6.25 mm-hmm. stuff, uh, we have a better idea of where our story is going throughout the rest of Endwalker. Yep. And it's not too far. I feel like we were pretty on point with what we talked about before 6.2 came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you felt the same way that we were outside of a few like smaller things. Oh yeah, it was it was it was pretty on par. Like I didn't want to believe it, but yeah, it's pretty on par. <laughs> like, Why did you want to believe it? Like, I, I I mean, it's not that I didn't want to believe it. It's just that you know, it's just like well, I mean, is this is this going to be an ongoing thing? I mean, it's the way it's building up. And, and we're, we're talking about content for story content for like, what, the next how many years? Um, the next how many expansions? We don't know. They said how, they, they haven't like, decided if it's another 10 year arc or if it's just going to be like an expansion or two and they're going to do mini arcs. We don't know. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Like, how the fuck are they going to spread this? Because like, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, you know, you kind of know where the fuck this is going. But at the same time, like this is this is fourteen. They could throw a complete wrench in the story and make it go another way. But if we're talking about strictly, you know, you know, the Golbez kind of thing, then we, for the most part, know where it's going. You know, but like with, I, with a few that's what I mean when I say I, speculations thrown in. Here yeah, yeah, like, and that's what I mean by like, I. I like, it, I'm okay with it, but at the same time, I'm like, how are they gonna do this? Like, it, like, how many, how many, um, expansions or whatnot is it gonna take for us to get to, like, Zeramus or Zemus? That's, I guess that's the question. So, as, as a recap, 6.2 starts with us getting Tall Sean. Uh, we need to go mm-hmm. get his, his body prepared. Uh, yep. And we also his get- His body is ready. Yes, and his body is indeed ready. And Yishtola also gives us our crystal back. The, the one yeah. that, one from the trailer, the one that we use. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that was all pretty much written out for us, even in just the trailer. Um, when we get to the void, we pretty much immediately have to deal with all the fiends that are there. One of them being Scarmiglione, who is, uh, just as, just as much of a rat fuck as he is in Final Fantasy IV. So, you know, not much <laughs> pretty captured pretty well. Um, but yeah. we very quickly get our answer about the void scent that was attached to Xenos. They, they don't waste any time. They didn't leave it as like a cliffhanger or anything, but we just, nope. we just don't have all the answers. We, uh, we walk up to them. They, they don't attack us. They, re- they almost seem like they recognize us. And then our crystal of light kicks in and bam, we learn that this is a half. He's hot. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, that wasn't where I was going with that, but yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's where we can go. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, we learned they are a half void scent, half person. Now, a lot of people were yeah. surprised that could exist, and I'm surprised people were surprised. Do you know why I'm surprised? Why? Because Innocence was half, was half sin eater, half person. He was a baby in a womb that was, that Emmett made into a sin eater. So he was half and half too. I'm there. But see, like, here's the thing with this, like, why people are surprised though. I mean, we didn't expect the, the void to actually have, you know, life. 
you know, like life before voids it. We weren't expecting like we were expecting something hellish, but then we get to the void and it's actually you know kind of regal. It's Troya. It's Troya, and like you see these pictures of actual people, like civilization. We weren't expecting that shit, and so yeah, I can definitely understand the surprise. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised any of that shit survived twelve thousand years because it's been it's been well, it hasn't been twelve thousand. It's probably been like ten or eleven thousand years. You'd figure after all this time. Any any semblance of what was left would probably have been destroyed. Just, I mean, that shit mm-hmm. doesn't survive in like Eorzea for that long. Granted, Eorzea has mm-hmm. been reshaped, God knows how many times. But the idea that history can be preserved like that in such a landscape is it is it is surprising. It, it's just it, the Void Center are too focused on the eating the other living than they are fucking with any of the the castles or anything like that. They just want, they just, they're looking for a nice home where they can enjoy a nice meal. But yeah, I mean, I remember which some is each people, other. Yeah, which is each other. I mean, some people kind of went in the super extreme where they were like, oh, maybe there's like pockets of resistance that might have still survived somehow after all that time. So I don't know that people weren't expecting it, but I don't think we expected, I see, for me, it's not the expectation that there wasn't life before. We knew there was life before. What we didn't expect was that even the void scent have this kind of like societal structure that has been predicted by Orzean scholars, the different, the different, uh, classifications of void scent. But the void scent themselves seem to actually follow that. So to think that the scholars were pretty close to, close to correct was, uh, a little bit of a surprise. At least I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. It's because, like, yeah, because I just expect it to be, like, the world of darkness pretty much the whole time, where it's like, yeah, there's, like, there's structures, but nothing about the world of darkness tells me about much about the void from before the void. Right. But, I mean, yeah, we get there. Troy is still pretty much intact. It's a little fucked up. It's a little warped, but the important historical bits are largely preserved. And then we meet our... Void sent from Xenos, which everyone was afraid. They're like, oh, this is how they're going to fucking bring him back. He's still going to be alive somehow. And no, no, not the case. Uh, we learned that this individual is zero, not Xenos. And as you said, she's hot. Xenomus. Ah. No, no, no. That's, that's tinfoil hat theory. I don't even think it's that much of a tinfoil hat theory, but yeah, people couldn't help but notice that in an expansion that's all about Final Fantasy IV, in a zone that's from Final Fantasy IV against the boss that's from Final mm-hmm. Fantasy IV with music from mm-hmm. Final Fantasy IV following a story yep. that's about characters from Final Fantasy IV, that there'd be a character uh-huh. named Zero, which is very close to Final Fantasy IV's final boss and that of Zeromus. Yep. It's, uh... and here, But here's the thing, though. That's not her name. We gave her that name. Ishtola gave yeah. her that name. So that would be kind of fucking crazy if Ishtola managed to will that into existence. Will that into existence, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Again, some tinfoil bullshit like right there. Holy shit. And then again, Ishtola, you know, she she is the, not the hero. Well, I mean, yeah, she is kind of the, the hero stand-in in Japan. Like, she is the, the most popular character, the the iconic. She's the Dissidia character. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. she's number one. That's it. 
<laughs> I'm name you Zero Wicked. <laughs> we'll see if that ends up panning out. I'm not 100% convinced, but I also won't be surprised if it's mm-hmm. that direct, you know. But yeah, she uh she is a whole new breed of individual in regards to both being half void scent and half person, but also in her responsibility, both pre-void and kind of during our adventures here, because she is the only thing capable of actually killing a void scent. Well, killing. Sealing, I guess is the better Sealing, yeah. word to yeah. put it. Yeah. What's the, uh, it's been a couple of months. Uh, what was the term they gave for her? It is, and I have it right here because I made, I'm a moriant. Here we go. Yeah. I made sure to write it down because it's been a while. Then, well, how many weeks has it been since patch? Like 10, 11? Huh? Somewhere around there. Fucking Christ, man. Where's my life going? Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yes. uh, Yeah, she is uh, what is known as a memoriate. These were the people that were sealing away the the void scent that were... uh, Basically, when when the Asians were trying to rejoin, do the first rejoining, this is where they fucked up. Uh, They were trying to seal away the void scent, but then the void scent ended up... Basically, uh, you know, they were, they were called Eidolons, but then the Eidol, so, okay, let me back up because I'm trying to throw too many words together. The primal equivalents on the first, the Eidolons, were trying, mm-hmm. they were sealing them away as memoriates, and then those stones were possessing memoriates, and they became the strongest void scent, essentially. Ugh. <laughs> what a, what a history this place has. And it's the most history we've gotten because all our other Void characters go like, yeah, it's all kind of fucked up. Unakal High's like, yeah, someone's fucked up our world. I won't let that happen to your world. And that's it. That's all we got from him. <laughs> what a what a fucking time. But yeah, she's, uh, she's pretty much the only way we can win anything over there. And that's kind of, kind of crazy to think. We're just kind of fucking useless. Not completely useless. We're pretty fucking useless. We we essentially we line them up and she she knocks them down. It's a team effort. Yeah, but it's a team effort that that she could technically do on her own if she. <laughs> I mean, could she? Could she? She does for a little bit. It, it, I mean, like like yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Really, if we weren't there. And has she been in the situation alone with Scarmiglione? Could she have gotten out of that, like, relatively unscathed? Or alive, put it like that. Well, if she just had more ether to eat, then probably. Yeah, her and her fucking deals with ether. She's gotta eat. Like, I feel, I mean, I understand that, but it's like every, every time, every time we need something from her, it's like, I have come to make a deal. It's, it's like, um, yeah, it's like, uh, what you call it, uh, what you call it, uh, Doctor Strange. I've come to make a deal. Or, <laughs> it's like, I've come to bargain. That's like, what uh, you're looking for. I've come to bargain, yeah. Yeah, and she, she, she wants, she wants something for anything. And she doesn't even really say ether. 
but that's her main source. That's her main want. But she says something, anything. Yeah, and, we, oh, what else? The and there's nothing else she wants, realistically. Right. And then, and then she gets to our world, which I'm kind of moving a little bit forward. And, and it's still like we give her sustenance, food, and she can't even like eat. Properly. She doesn't remember she what wants... tasting is. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't remember what taste is. So she just like, sucks the ether out of an apple. So yeah, we're we're talking about a being who who um who mainly has one need over over all else. The question then becomes when she supersedes any because you have to imagine that that's a lot of that I mean she says as much as just that's the rules of the void. You have to give something to get something. That's just, that's all she's ever known. But she's right. getting to know other things now. And you have to mm-hmm. wonder how much of that's going to affect her human side over her void sense side. Because hmm. we have other, other characters that have, uh, They've witnessed the void. They just they haven't lived throughout it, but they've witnessed it. They've been a part of it, and they're not like this. So, granted, right. they're not half void sent, but you, I don't know. You just have to think that she's not going to be that one note the entire time. It's just where she's at right now. Right. She should also know, dude. Xenos was eating some fucking fancy meat, some fancy food when he kidnapped us. She should have figured that shit out. She'd be like, what's that? What you eating over there? What did Asahi cook up? What's that? Yeah. I didn't know that motherfucker could cook. This steak and wine and whatnot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were eating good. Yeah, by the way, uh, yeah, can we, can we shout out Lemon Drop? Can we get Lemon Drop to recreate Xenos' meal, please, and thank you? Please? Yeah. The entire meal. That sounds good. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's pretty much our, our central character for, the rest of the expansion yeah. that one would assume as we lead up to 7.0. But among them are other characters. After we take care of Skarmiglione, that's when we start actually getting to speak with a bunch of Void Scent. They they recognize that they mm-hmm. can't fuck with us. Fi- finally, mobs that realize we're better than them and don't aggro. <laughs> like these motherfuckers, like all right, we get it. Just I'm just gonna chill. All right, I know I know not to fuck with you. And that's when they start realizing, again, there's almost not that much to discuss. I just, I'm, no, I'm they so were just relatively weaker. I wouldn't even say that. They were just relatively weaker voids in. Like, put it like this. If they were stronger, they would fuck with us. Absolutely. But no, I'm talking about, dude, mobs in this game can't understand when they're just, they'll be like, oh, I'm level 89 and you're 90. I guess I'm going to fight you. These motherfuckers, they're level 90 and they don't care. They're just like, nah, dude, this, I want to live. This isn't, this isn't the time for me. Okay. They're dungeon mobs. I'm not supposed to solo dungeon mobs. Maybe if I'm a warrior or some shit, but I ain't supposed to be normal. I'm supposed to group up and make shit hard. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you want a wall-to-wall pull? Wall-to-wall pull this. And then they're done. Yeah, but they're smart enough. They they get it. They get we're, we're big daddy here. All right? We are big daddy. Astinian especially. Astinian ain't fucking around. He's ready. The, the Nidhogg's coming out of him because he's, he's just ready to fucking go. All the time right now. <laughs> yep. He's, he's battle hungry. Maybe it's cause he, uh, Nidhogg's happy he's getting a fight with his, with one of his siblings. His inner Nidhogg is like, Freetra. 
Mm. Oh my god, my cats are still wilding out. I wish they would just not. They wait until the show starts every time. Every time. I don't know why. Um, yeah, so then we do, like I said, we deal with Scrum McGlione, we start asking a bunch of questions, and then we end up finding out that there, that these are things called domains, where Void Sent mm-hmm. essentially carve out a spot of the world that they own, and, you know, it's yours unless somebody else stronger comes around and says it's mine now, and then they eat you, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learn that upon being killed, they don't always get eaten necessarily sometimes zero says they've died many times before and they just you know if they haven't been eaten or when they are eaten as soon as that thing is killed if it's not eaten as soon as something's not eaten everything it ate also just kind of disperses back out so just like life just keeps creating over and over again because nothing can really die outside of being sealed away by a memoriam so yeah it's just all of these oh just constant circle of life hakuna matata no Hakuna Matata on the 13th. And she has her own, she has her own little, uh, domain with, uh, yeah. some friends. It's kind of like a haven, so to speak. Yeah, a little bit. Well, safe haven. Yeah. Yeah. As safe as you can be on the void, I suppose, but yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they try. And then sometimes they just like, uh, they, there's a couple on there that just, uh, just, 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 just bite at each other's ankles really quick. Like, oh, I'm hungry. Okay. Now you bite my ankle. There we go. All right. Now we're good. We're good for a little while. What's up? Oh, Ivy's back. I saw a cat emote and I was like, is Ivy here? Ivy's here. There we go. <laughs> Ignoring me, but, but here. And we spend, uh, you have a lot of time to, to go around and talk to all of those voids. And probably the only thing that annoyed me about this patch is that once you leave, you cannot go back until the next patch. Go back. Yeah. There. Yeah. There was one void sent. I was like, they were referring to something that happened. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, that's it was the, that, uh, the Adonian character that you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we briefly touched upon this even before we were, when we were talking, no spoilers. Yeah. They, they talk about, mm-hmm. so there, there's an NPC that goes over, uh, something. I, I think it's in Gridania. And were they a craftsman of some kind? See, so yeah, this I forgot to write down, but I remember this. I know exactly. Hey, aloha. He just bit my leg. Goldsmith. There it is. Yeah, he's starting to fit. Yeah, it was a goldsmith. I knew they were a craftsman. Yeah, the Gradanian goldsmith story. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a little bit of a, a callback to, to that there as well. That's what you were referring mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Okay. It's like, what is he referring to? Uh, gotcha. So yeah, after that, after we, we, we speak to all the quote unquote refugees, um, we kind of get a, we kind of get a, a, a sense that something is coming. Um, and, and that would be our, our, our good friend, Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon. Why? Why can't she, why can't she just be Barbara? Why can't she be Barbara? Why does she have to be Barbara Gordon? I mean, she's every other Barbara. I'm calling her every Barbara under the sun. Like, I call her every name except for Barbarisha. She is Barbacoa, Barbara Gordon, Barbara Walters, Barbara Eden. Barbie girl. There you go. There's another one. Barbie girl. Yeah. Yeah. Barbarisha. Yeah. Well. 
Uh, we should have actually seen this coming, and I feel dumb for not seeing this coming. Because we were, we, we did a whole show predicting. How do you feel dumb? Because we were, we made speculations, made speculations about who is it gonna be. And like, there was a very clear first clue one? that just in my excitement I ignored in the trailer. What was that? Estinian's exact line, you're not the only one who can ride the wind, is exactly what he says to Barbaricha in Final Fantasy IV, is what Kane's. Oh, wow. In Final Fantasy IV, yeah. And he says wow. wind out loud. <laughs> Even if you didn't know that, he says wind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why did I just, like, did it just go past me in my excitement, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, don't you feel dumb now, too, a little bit in hindsight? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, she uh, they did a fantastic job. I mean, they did a great job with Scrum Miglione, but as soon as we I realized it was going to be Barbara H., I was like, listen, I know what the Amato artwork is like. I know how she looks at Final Fantasy IV. Sly's going to lose his mind, and I'm going to have to hear about it. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't lose my mind until, like, you know, Second phase because you know thick thighs, thick thighs. Hair. Um, <laughs> she just gets, she just hulks out, and then in in the Japanese uh, voiceover she goes, she 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 does them. <laughs> the JoJo. Yeah, she does the JoJo. Yeah, she does. She she, she oh, says man. it. That's exactly what she says. I'm not kidding. Um, but yeah, they. I mean, even with that design, the we always wonder what the old Final Fantasy characters are going to look like when they get glowed up, you know? Mm -hmm. And this was certainly a glow up. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, she looked phenomenally, and she she did well in the story. The four fiends in Final Fantasy IV are not characters of depth. Let's be very clear about that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and they, they really tried to make them characters of depth here, um, both in the initial introductions to them as creatures of the void and their involvement with Colthaz, but in follow-up quests that we got that speak about their lives from before. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that was uh, that was probably, for me, the biggest treat of them all, because I didn't see that yeah. coming. That that was the surprise of the story. Me, me either. Me either. And, and that definitely surprised me in terms of, like, learning more about the void itself. Uh, learning about, you know, life before, you know, what it became. Uh, Scar McLeon was a straight-up coward. He was a cat boy. Yeah, he was a cat boy of all things. And, and, and Barbara Gordon was, was kind of like, you know, a mistreated, mistreated, uh, woman who became, you know, completely murderous. Yeah, she, uh, she, she was, she lost her mind. <laughs> rightfully yeah, she, so. But, you know. Right, yeah, rightfully so. But still, she she went Lizzie Borden and everything. She's void. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it an axe? Yeah, wasn't it an axe that she used? Yeah, she she used an axe. Um, yeah, God. <sighs> totally off the deep end. Yeah. Hey, listen, I can't blame her. That dude had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> in that kind of like medieval setting, that dude had it coming. All right, there's, mm. there's, there's the lands aren't lawless, but if you live out in the house, if you live in a house out in the middle of nowhere, no one's coming looking for you. 
And so, uh, yeah, that dude, yeah, I don't even think it was even like a sharp axe. It was, it was just like, it was pretty, it was pretty blunt. <laughs> she had to, she had to swing a few times to get the job done. You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't a one and done. That is for absolute certain. Uh, and then Aloha, your feeding time is not for <laughs> another hour. You got a snack earlier. what i deal with every freaking day just the paw on the shoulder that's what's coming it's the paw on the shoulder every time i'm gonna lean back like this i'm gonna get the paw on the shoulder once because he's gonna think i'm talking to him and as soon as i go to make a point he's gonna it's gonna happen there it up see he's thinking about it there you go now he's thinking about eating it, what it looks like he's thinking about doing because he meowed licked his lips and then came back to me so we deal with Barbara Gordon. We now have Memoria Crystals for both Scarmiglione and Barbaricha. Mm-hmm. Sly. Mm-hmm. They're, they're coming back. They're not done. Yeah. We, we're going to get the, we're going to get the fight with all four fiends. The question we're, is how they're going to do it because the story kind of goes after that point, and zero passes out. Well, what? What was that, Sly? Cinematic, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that they're gonna do it as an actual fight or more than a solo instance. We'll see. Because so here's, here's the thing. We, we've already got. Think about two, what they did to Koryu. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is, I don't know. This is still different. So the, our trial series is our MSQ series this time, much like it was in a Realm mm-hmm. of Born, where it wasn't really a trial series. Yeah. It was more like a. A rattling off of of just summons that were iconic to the franchise. It's like, oh, primals, oh, yeah, oh, beast tribe, oh, primals, oh, beast tribe, oh, primals. Let's do this for four patches in a row. Um, whereas this one, we dealt with Scarmiglione. He's a memoria crystal mm-hmm. now. We did. <laughs> you don't like my thumb, I guess. Um, we dealt with Barbara each is a memoria, and the other two are coming up with a plan. Rubiconte and. Uh, Kagnazo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are, uh, they are coming up with a plan. So now people are predicting we'll deal with both of them next patch, which. Right. If that does happen, if that, if that little theory comes true, then that leaves us with point four and point five, which then people would assume point four is Golbez, point five is Zeromus. And so that, that's the thing. All of the theories from this point on are set on the precedent of what will happen in 6.3, cause that will dictate what they mm. are. You know, where are and you, where are you in that 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 spectrum of predictions? Are you point four point three is just one of them? Point four is just one of them? Point five Golbez or like where where what what's what's the tinfoil hat from you? Because like it, it's kind of hard to do this without comparing other trial series, and you know like for recent comparison, I'm comparing this to uh, Whirlit. Which, like, two completely different monsters, because we're talking about, you know, weapons who you really don't, you know, try to, like, push a connection with. I mean, they're not as connected as they, as the fiends are connected. Like, there's no, no they're real, connected you know, all right. It's behind. just called, it's just, it's I'm, called Oversoul. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're connected. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, but, like, you really, like, they're not, like, you know, as, you know, story connected as the fiends are. Is what I'm saying. Um, so, 
when you think about it, we got like we got Ruby Weapon, we got um Staffire as a as a solo instance fight, and then uh we got like Emerald and and Diamond. Um it's kind of hard to sense like who they would put out as a solo instance. Um like people aren't in people a lot of people, you know, we're we're going the, you know, fiends route, and rightfully so, but everybody is like the the afterthought, I guess, would be Asdaya. And where does Asdaya fit into this? Well, we see Asdaya as a like, you know, dungeon boss, will we see her as the as the solo instance? Will we see her as one of part of the trial series for you know this this uh, expansion. We don't know. Be a part of the gold so, fight too. <laughs> I'm, damn, I didn't fucking think about that. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, you might be right. I mean, but like, eh, mm, as a gold base mechanic, I don't, I don't know. That's how it is in fight. That's that's the I've, thing. We we want to use Final Fantasy four as a base, but they have we, we want to so bad, but like it's kind of hard to because. Eh, uh, so, I'm, I'm kind of gonna, I'm gonna subscribe to the theory that we're probably gonna fight Agnazo and uh, Rubicante at the same time, and then Golbez, possibly. But that goes back to me saying, like, in, in terms of the content plan, how far have they panned this out? Because after Golbez, what are we doing? The fucking after years? Are, are, are we stop? Are we going that stop. route? <laughs> like. <laughs> Stop. Like, where the fuck are we going with this? Not there, for the love of God. I think, the, <laughs> I think the big question is how much of this is resolved before 7.0 and how much of it is part of 7.0. Because the big thing is that, right. um, Yoshida said that 6.5 will kick off a huge event that leads into 7.0. Um, I think the common theory that's subscribed to now is the void invading the source. Um, that seems to be Golbez's aim at the very mm. least. It seems to be the idea mm. of spreading the Void's influence to uh, other shards, the source or otherwise. We, who knows if, there's, if it goes beyond that. Uh, mm. In which case, we probably need some of these characters. In theory, you would need these characters around, or at least in some form you'd want Golbez or, you know, and not just mm. leave Zeromus and know he's there and go through all of 7.0 um, without Golbez to kind of catalyze it. So... That it really mm. does. It, I feel like no matter where your prediction lies, it, it's it's so much dependent on what happens in six point three, because it sets the pace of everything else. You know, is the four fiends going to be its own a solo instance? Is it going to be a trial called the just the four fiends? Another really uh, interesting thing: the musical, uh, the orchestrian role for Barbariccia, which is you know a, 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 another remaster of a classic. You know, the Final Fantasy IV boss theme. Is uh, mm-hmm. is specifically labeled the buried memory version of it, which implies we're going to see other versions of it, or hear other mm-hmm. versions of it. So I'm I, I'm I'm wondering if we just that's they're just going to do that for the next fiends, and they're just going to if six point three has a version, six point four has a version, or if they're saving that for some like kind of grander finale at some point. All right. So. There's, it's, it's one of those you can't really tell anyone they're wrong. You guys kind of lean in a direction right now. There's not enough context to tell someone that their, their idea of what happens next is any more or less than anyone else's. 
I, I hate, like, I mean, I don't hate the fact, like, I don't hate the idea of linking the after years. You know, stop bringing do. it up. Um, stop. What do you want? Is to become the, the holy? Fuck, okay, all right. The holy like where the fuck are we gonna find? Where the fuck are we gonna find Vasilia? I don't care. The it's not world. after years. The new world. Sure. Why not? Maricity and New anywhere else. Just not anything to do with the after years. Leave it in the dust. Please. I'm pretty sure they won't. Maybe we find, yeah, the watcher's name ends up just being Fusoya. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bullshit. no, so actually, here's the thing, though. We And again, I have to bring, uh, there's so many things that Yoshida said that we have to bring up. Um, th- the big one being he said that the moons and the other reflections are important. Fusoya could have been mm-hmm. the watcher of the 13th moon. Which uh, it looks like Golbez may have already <laughs> killed. <laughs> Since it looks like there is a brief scene where it looks like Golbez has actually killed a watcher. Yeah. So that's, and that's the other thing, his connection to the moon. I mean, I, I can't help but feel like that Yoshida saying that, Golbez's history, and even that brief scene of what looks to be him near a Zodiac seal on the 13th. It's just, it all, it, it's all too much. It's all too. It's closely related to the way things pan out in four. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's it's 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 too many directions at this point. It's just about how they're going to adapt it. If they, like they showed with the Crystal Tower series, you can take massive amounts of inspiration from another Final Fantasy game and not carbon copy paste it. Yeah, or you can make Omega and then, or Evilies. Yeah, but even Evilise is like. Here's the thing: it's like everything you know about that is largely relevant from the previous franchise to Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 14, but almost none of it applies in terms of world building, in in terms of like how it fits in the history and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's even evident with who Ashelia was relative to, you know, compared to her role in in 12, for example. Yeah. So. Just races, backstory, a lot of that being the same. But, yeah, and the Crystal Tower, you know, all those bosses are pretty identical. Eureka ended up not being underneath like we thought initially. So there's, there's, they, they, they have ways of incorporating without just doing it one for one. And so we need to see how that pans out. I mean, Barbaricha being second is already somewhat an indication of that. Because, hmm. you know, she's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be Cagnazzo. And Rubicante last, and he's supposed to be a gentleman. He heals us. He heals us. I hope he heals us in his fight. I hope at some point he casts, like, between, like, phase one and phase two, I hope he full heals phase us. Phase two? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of directions. But fortunately, we get to have a little bit of fun with Zero. When she comes back to the source, uh, two things happen. One, she's afraid of elephants immediately. <laughs> Arcasadara <laughs> just in her face. It's just like, hey, why are you standing so close to me? Why was she standing so close? Like, couldn't she just be like, oh, hey, I'm a, I'm a person, not like. Offense <laughs> Zero's grill. Um, and they also learned that just being in the source is kind of like enough, not enough ether for her, but she just kind of like takes it in, like absorbs it naturally. Yeah. And uh, that's good enough for her. But then, you know, apples. 
What? I just I disagree with the logic of why meat wasn't a good choice for her. I disagree with the logic. Yeah. It would be too much on her. No, the fuck it wouldn't. To be fair, I would have been really hurt inside if I watched her disintegrate meat instead of eat it. I mean, like, could I give her, like, a stew, a curry, something? Like a hamsa curry, something? But no, apples. Now we we tainted her for the rest of the expansion because she'll just eat nothing but apples. And, like, she won't eat anything else. And you have all these culinary delights. Just apples. Okay, more for me. That works out for me. But that's where we're at. Golbez is planning something grand. Uh, he's almost willing us to challenge him in some way. He doesn't, we don't know that in the game, but you know, through, mm. you know, getting to hear the dialogue from our secret cutscene powers, we know that he's, uh, antagonized, not the right word, but, but intrigued at the prospect, especially with, uh, Zero being a memoriate, which scares the shit out mm. of the, <laughs> the fiends themselves and not him so much. Yep. But they're going to have to tend with it. Because, uh, mm-hmm. see, I think Kegnaz and Rubicante try to do divide and conquer because, like, because zero can't be in two places at once theory. So I think mm-hmm. the two, I think it's technically two at once, but it ends up being one at a time still. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's, that's where we're at. And that leads us into the live letter that's coming up a week from today. Now, as, as a heads up for everyone, the main reason why we didn't cancel this week's show, despite my schedule being atrocious, is because Sly won't be around next week. So we can't do a show next week for the live letter, like on the 12th, for example, you know, like on the day of the live letter. So, uh, we didn't want to leave the show, show list for three weeks, but we'll have that show the following yeah. week on the 18th. But that is our 6.3 part one live letter slide. We are, we are now at that point in the patch cycle where we get to start thinking about the next patch. Yay. That is going to be next week at a nice 3 a.m. PST time. I prefer that to the 9 p.m. time. I prefer it. And you said the 12th? 3 a.m. No, the 11th, but we would have done the show on the, the 11th. Show. Yeah. The Probably. 11th. So that will be trying to convert to Texas time. And It'll be five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that should be central. It's not mountain time. That's how you always remember. Yeah. Is Texas is Texas a mountain? No, although I don't know if Western Texas is on mountain time. That's not where you'll be. But I, I, I don't actually no, know. No, Eastern Texas. Yeah, I know you'll be in yeah, the Gulf. Yeah, that's that's central time. So it'll be five a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Either way, the point is you won't be around, so we can't, we won't be doing a show on that live letter like mm-hmm. the day of the live letter like we normally do. So. Yeah. So. We need to do some predictions. Prediction number one is uh-huh. the trial. Yep. Do you think they'll tell us this time? Hey, we have to predict if they'll even tell us. No, no, I they, think they, they. I think. I mean, they might. We we get we get the we get the good old uh, circle and X's and circle and X's extreme. Yeah, like we don't get a name. We don't get mm-mm. especially this early, like in in a in a part. Well, that's one. not that abnormal. So normally, like we get like 
what will happen is we'll learn of what the trial is and they'll, they won't give us the name. So like a, a good example would be when we learned about Ruby weapon, they didn't call <laughs> it, uh, what's Ruby weapons called again? Cause it's not called Ruby weapon extreme, obviously in Ruby, Ruby, mm-hmm. weapon, Ruby weapon extreme. It's called, um, it's called something else. Uh, Cinder Drift. Yeah, like the first time they showed us yeah. Ruby Weapon, they said it's Ruby Weapon and Ruby Weapon Extreme. When they showed it to us the second time, it was Cinder Drift and Cinder Drift Extreme because they actually had the, uh, the finished name. Thanks. I won't be surprised this time now that Barbaricha is out there if they, they do it. Cause this isn't like a normal point three where it's supposed to be like the end of the expansion technically, like the, the true mm-hmm. end, like, uh, Warrior of mm-hmm. Light and, and, and Sukayomi and all that stuff. So, with two left, it doesn't hurt as much to now tell us what's next. I still think he plays it close to the chest, honestly. For whatever reason he wants to. Like, he, he, he I feel like he's going to say, you may feel like you know where this is going, but we got a surprise for you. You don't. You know what's going to be weird for me about this next one, Sly? What's up? I got Barbariches Mountain three kills. I probably am going back to fifty kills for because I think I think they're all just going to be two totems from this point on. So yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, especially this time, be like, well, it's two bosses, so the two totems. Wouldn't it be insane if instead <laughs> of two totems for one boss and it was two bosses at once, they gave us one totem of each of them, and they both had. To- I'd be like, no, stop. That means I still need to do it 99 times. Don't do that. Yeah. I know. I think, um, I think they tell us. I think they're going to tell us this time. Okay. All right. What I also think, though, is that there's not much going to be much else to predict because MSQ, they're not going to tell us fucking anything. Mm. Totter, they're not going to tell us anything. They might tell us like, what quests. Like if it's four lords, like they might say, "Oh, do the four lords quest in advance or some shit," you know. Mm-hmm. But I guess the only real prediction ends up being what the new ultimate is, which I don't think they tell us this time. I think they wait till part two. Oh, definitely fucking not. No, hell no. Uh, that's part two. Um, maybe they feel like they owe us. You know, like the Dragon no. Song was so no. long in the in the not no. in the dark, but no. just like in the in the closet. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Locked with Rich in a closet. Um, maybe, yeah. maybe they feel like now because here's the thing. <laughs> the <closet. laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the okay. thing. They know that people have confidence issues with their ultimate release schedule because of what happened with Dragon Song. They know. Mm-hmm. They even just had, he did an interview not long ago in the Q&A, in the live Q&A section of the thing. People are like, oh, there's a new ultimate, mm-hmm. point three and point five, right? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, he's like, well, <laughs> so, so maybe because of that, they want, Aloha, I'm going to remove you from my office if you can't stop. I I feel like they might want to build the confidence that we'll get one by telling us the setting for this ultimate, whether it's Omega or the Warring Tribe, which are the two predictions that are at the top of the list at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I think we might actually just find out which boss it is. Mm. 
And you know what? I think they did that with T. T, we didn't get one in 4.5, but they I'm pretty sure they told us about T in part one, and then at the end of the trailer in part two, we got to see them formally. I'm almost certain that's mm. what they did for T. I have to go back and check. But <laughs> that might be the only one. No, you know what? It might. I'm trying to think, because it might have been... Ultima might have been the only one they didn't... Well, I guess and Dragon Song, technically, at first. Because they didn't tell us about Dragon Song until they were telling us it was delayed. I think Ultima might be the only one they kept a secret up until we they straight up told us. Because I think Yukob, they also told us. And then they we saw it, saw it in the trailer the next time around. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling like they might tell us. What the ultimate is. Now I'm predicting they tell us what ultimate it is. Okay. That's that's my prediction, Sly. You're you you think that it's just gonna be a lot of hugs and kisses on the fucking list, just circles and X's for yeah. the fucking whole live. Yeah, runner. hugs and kisses, uh Hugs and Kisses. And hugs and Secret. kisses extreme. <laughs> hugs and kisses extreme, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think no, I think they tell us. And then um and then um you know the uh, uh, the the non-combat content, of course. I, I feel like they like they go over the combat content a little bit, and then kind of tease like really, really push on the non-combat content. Like, we're probably not getting the crafter. Probably not getting the crafter beast tribe until three point. Um, excuse me, not three. Jesus Christ. Um, six point uh four, if anything. Why? We never, that's, it's always point three. Well, it was point three in the previous expansion. Was it point three? It sure was. We were done with all of them by, we're done with all of our tribal quests by point three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they announced the, uh, they could, I guess they'll announce their crafter beast tribe. Um, we still have, we still have heaven on high content. Deep dungeon. The thing about yeah. POTV content. They have to yeah, tell us so where this one's going to be. They can't just say deep yeah. dungeon and fucking show us circles. They can't. It's been too expensive. <laughs> you can't, can't show us circles. Yeah. It's a secret. Yep. Please. Uh, and then other than that, um, possibly like really, I can't, I don't, I can't even think of anything else they would possibly announce like other than. Like maybe like a new mini game or something. I don't know. Yeah, because Island Sanctuary is supposed to be in point four. Um, they might say yep. adjustments to Island Sanctuary. Um, Possibly. Yeah, if they have any more housing like, ward availabilities. Yeah, there's a lot of things. They, I mean, the last live letter they said they were working on getting exterior furnishings for Island Sanctuary. That oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blue Mage update. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, I mean, why not? But it's hard to be confident about that at this. At this. Yeah. No, no blitz ball. Stop. Koi koi. Yeah. Uh, so updates to the existing island that we have, Island Sanctuary. Nothing major. Just up to small few few small updates, fixes. If they have the exterior housing thing done, sure, but I doubt it will be. Um, mm. I think they're going to save that entirety of that idea for the second island in point four X. Mm. So, 
Um, the Gold Saucer minigame, well, it's no Blitzball, but also the, whatever that, cause they had literally have dropped that topic as a whole, whatever the, the new right. Gold Saucer thing is. Um, right. So let's see, yeah, there's Blue Mage, that, Island Sanctuary, Adventure Plate updates. If they have new seasonal rewards, um, oh, PvP, right. That's a thing. Um, <laughs> well, I say that only because Crystalline Conflict was the last technical update, and that was point one. I mean, right, but you just said it like a complete, oh, damn, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I guess I'm not confident that they'll add anything of major substance. Like, maybe this, they said they were working on better seasonal rewards, so a new seasonal reward and a new series. But a new map, at the very fucking least. It, it's it's about that time. Maps. Yeah, it's about that time. Yeah. Slide. Yeah. When is uh, Rival Wings gonna get in a roulette? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to break it to you, but yeah, um, yeah. I um, see. Here's the thing. I don't think we see another map for any of the big modes. I think it's they add a fourth conflict map, if anything. I just the fourth though. Because I'm not I mean, confident it, they'll add more than one. <sighs> That's it. I'm just not confident they will. I mean, <laughs> just one more map would just feel. I don't know. Just like at the very least, shoot. Sly, Three. I'll raise, I mean, I'll it, raise you this. I'll raise you this. Okay. Every other time they brought new maps, they just delete the previous one. I'm at least not suggesting that. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Like, like, keep the current like the current maps in. Of course, we need some shit to do. But yeah, like I'd say at least two, please, just two at the very least. That's a that's a big um, ask, Sly. Is it though? Yeah, it is. We're getting all the variant dungeons. We we got the uh, we're we're getting a new deep dungeon. When Feast came out, we had only the one. Yeah, the one. And then, how long did it take us for to get to get to get the uh, the forest uh, map? It took of the two beast? patches, and then a couple patches uh-huh. later, they got rid of both of those, and then we just got the Crystal Tower map only. So yeah, they're not going to do that, but we're hoping. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'd say at the bare minimum, just two. That's a I, just. I, I mean, that's your prediction. I'm just. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked you have the confidence. We've been doing this for so many years, I didn't think we'd have the confidence for that. Yeah, we just need more. I mean, we're, we're tired of, we're tired of, uh, fire and wind. Do you think there's a chance that they keep one of the maps, but they just change the layout? Like the wind map, for example? I think there's a chance they'll, there's a chance they'll, uh, like, not change the layout, but, but like, they'll have two different versions of the layout on the same, you know, map type, yeah. on the same, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'll give yeah, you that. So. If they do that, I would, I could see. And you know what? If they're going to do that, though, I think they wouldn't do it on the fire or wind. I think if they were going to do it on mm-hmm. one of the two, they'd do it on the fire map. I think that's the one that would need, a, would deserve a layout change more. But they just did all these changes to line of sight, specifically, it seems like, for mm-hmm. the fire map, so... It'd be a little weird to do it after the fact. But yeah. I think if they do that, they would do it for the base map. They'll just speed lane map. Like, just put speed lanes in, new, in different spots, and the path for the actual crystal mm-hmm. would be different. Um, 
it's in line at least mm-hmm. with what they do with the Crystal Tower, you know. Which is still weird to think that there's just a bunch of PvPers on the Crystal Tower just chilling up there. But that's the question. So yeah, so ultimate deep dungeons, PvP updates, potentially better seasonal rewards, whatever the new series reward is, potentially new map, mm-hmm. Blue Mage, Blitzball, uh, MSQ. Side. Oh, there is one thing that I want us to predict that we know for a fact is in 6.3x at some point. Okay. Not Hildebrand, not Manderville. We, we know those are coming. Those will, those mm-hmm. will unfold. Ishikawa wrote a story quest for 6.3x, a side story quest. We don't know what it is, but she said that it is a, it's a returning character. Who do you think Ishikawa wrote a story about for 6.3x? Returning character. Someone who really, really had an impact so much so that Ishikawa would do this. Um, it's tough. I think I have my prediction. Chat's, chat's already got my prediction done. Rain and Gaia? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that would make sense because yeah. shit, we don't, we don't have any real reasons to go back to the first and they, the devs really don't have any reasons to go back to the first. They had, they clearly, like we clearly see that. So yeah, I, yeah, I kind of, I'm, yeah, I kind of agree with y'all. Good job. Good job. I mean, I think Gaius is another one. I think Sid and Nero is always an option. Um, I think Fordola, there's one in there. Fordola and, and, uh, and Aaron Vault is another thing. We haven't caught up with them in quite some time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a, there's a lot of characters. Yeah, I mean, I you definitely like have Rina options. Is, is my winner. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever, like, yeah, we need more adventures on the first. We, can't, we just can't leave it alone. You have a whole expansion about it and then we get to the next expansion and then we're completely done with the first. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, however, you know, guys wouldn't be bad too. Like just to see like an update on where how everything is going, you know, that would be nice. You know what? Here's what I think Ishikawa did. They fucked us at the end of Eden by not giving us the festival that they were fucking going to. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Like, they talk about it nonstop, and then we just never fucking do it. We just never see the festival that they're talking about in the, in the Crystarium. (laughs) So that's it. Mm -hmm. That's what Ishikawa wrote. She finds, she's writing that. Okay. That sounds like something she would do. The one on the, uh, story point where we, Finally, where Ishtola finally figures out travel to other, uh, other, uh, shards and she can finally go back to, um, Runar and, you know, dad can finally go back to, uh, Rain and check on her. Like, I'm still waiting on that. Like, that's so far off though, but I know it's eventually going to happen. At the very least in people's headcanon, it'll happen. Has to happen. Yeah, and chat hit on another point. Uh, one that I was n- not in my prediction list, but Minnie's gotta wake up at some point, right? <laughs> oh yeah. He's gotta wake up. All this shit's happened to his brood, yeah, like, he's gotta wake up. Definitely gotta wake up. We, we really, really need to touch on Silver Tear, Silver Tear Lake. 
It, I thought you were going to say like, Silva from the first. Who, by the way, don't forget, does no. have dialogue that you, you can share with them. You can share with Unukalhai and Silva your a brief spatting of your adventures on the in the 13th. They they do have new dialogue. Yeah. So they they are the NPCs to go to. Like it used to be the yes, Unukalhai. Yeah. Well, Unukalhai and Silva. It used we used to go to the step every patch. Now we go to them. <laughs> now we go to Unukalhai yeah. and, and Silva. So. Sometimes I still go back to the step. Sometimes I still go back and see if, uh, if old lady has, uh, anything new to say, but she's been, I think she's been, uh, static for a while now. I think since yeah. the, the final days, I think after 6.0 was, uh, the last update for her. So I'm definitely doing that. And also, uh, one of the big things that Yoshida touched on in the Q and A is Gaia's, Gaia doesn't have much of a role right now, but, that's just because you can't interact with her anywhere. And I feel like Guy is someone we should really be able to share stuff with about the void. So I just want an excuse. They know they know we want to right. be able to talk to her and see her. Yeah. Hmm. Either way, we'll find out a week from today. We'll know by this time a week from today. Uh, mm-hmm. Since, you know, like you said, 3 a.m. Pacific. We'll do that. All the usual coverage for that as we have. As we have before. So why would Gaia care about the void? More so care about the whole shard hopping thing. Because Gaia is interested in shard hopping. Yep. She said, I could probably figure it out. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Either way, with that, I think we're good Mm -hmm. right now. I think we are. Yeah. So good show. Glad we did it. No show next week. Because yeah. you will be gone, but there will be plenty to talk about when you come back, thankfully. Oh, yeah. So, I can get back to Harvestella now. <laughs> I can feed my sand cats <laughs> and then get back to Harvestella. Yes, please do that. Oh, my please fucking do that. God, he's just sitting here, just waiting. Look, it's just, you just look, he's just, that's that's his, I, I need you to know I'm here, but I'm not going to make any noise for the time being issue. Cats, man, can't escape. Just can't fucking escape. Either way, yep. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in mm-hmm. to this week's episode of Stay of the Realm. We're gonna start wrapping up now. So, Sly, yeah. What you got going on? What you doing next week? What you doing this week? What you doing the week after that? Just tell everyone what you got going on. Uh, yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash sly, aka grayfox. You can find me on Twitter at slydefox. You can find me on the yubtubs at youtube.com slash development room. Um, uh, this week, well, week's pretty much over. Uh, tomorrow, WSOY live on 14. Um, many thanks. Our fall celebration, uh, kind of pre Thanksgiving celebration. Um, at the FC house, uh, Line starts at 8, doors open at 9. It is on uh, Behemoth. Details are in a tweet somewhere, which I should have actually had. But, um, yeah, we got that tomorrow, of course. Uh, Gundam. Some good-ass Gundam. Um, GBO Day is happening right now, so uh, if you do happen to play GBO, log in, get some free suits and free shit, whatnot. Um, I'll probably be making more videos about it, answering your questions. Um, 
about GBO and whatnot. Uh, next week, I will be in Texas for Onicon. So if you're in the Galveston area and going to Onicon, I'll see you there. Uh, the week after, I did make a promise that, you know, I would do uh, two 12-hour streams of 11, two Subathon streams of 11, because I'm not going to do a 24-hour stream of 11, because that is just, like, that's just fucking crazy. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, once I get back, we'll do two 12-hour Subathon theme uh, streams of Final Fantasy 11, because I've now got my Sam 250, and I can get back to leveling my goon and actually doing things and, you know, things. But other than that, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, gearing up towards Thanksgiving because that's a huge thing. And um, if you, oh yeah, speaking of which, um, doing something in game for Thanksgiving. So if you want to learn more about that, come to first Saturday. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Um, perhaps you you just got a lot going on. But yeah, tell everybody what you got going on if they don't uh... know. Well, I've, so, okay, uh, let's, I gotta, gotta just back up for a second. Yeah. Breathe in, Where breathe in. Stranger Paradise with the Gilgamesh DLC had Star Ocean, which I finished just the story for and didn't have time to do the post game, which from what I understand does stretch on quite a few hours. So would have gotten a lot more out of that. I didn't even get to finish the Gilgamesh DLC, but then I got Harvestella a day early yesterday and I was playing that before this. I'm going to play that after this for the next couple of hours, but on top of that, I'm trialing for a new ultimate group, and our raid times are at like 6 a.m. to like 9 a.m., so I have to start stream late. But then I got to stream later because of that. And then on top of that, Sonic Frontiers and God of War both come out. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to deal with that. Probably just going to have to skip one, play the other a little bit. Who knows? Maybe I'll just play Harvestella through both and say fuck it, and I don't want to deal with any of that because it's just going to be way too much to deal with at the same time. Tactics Ogre, Pokemon, and then Dragon Quest Treasures, then... Crisis Core, which is in December, and so then we got live letters. Mm, yep. But you can find all that, Mr. Happy1227, on Twitch and YouTube. And I have a VOD channel, so I upload all that to the VOD channel. I gotta get all my Star Ocean VODs set up and everything, and the rest of my Gilgamesh playthrough set up, so. Uh, and then hopefully once I'm done, and then who knows, once I'm done with the trials, if, if the group ends up just, the, the group, you know, is, is, is all the right fit, then I'll probably have to stream some extra raids on top of the usual 14 stuff like Tuesdays and whatnot. So, woo! I have considered cloning myself to get it all done. I've considered it. It's definitely on my list of things to do. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get to it right away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's where I'm at, Sly. Okay. Thank you again to our sponsors who helped make all of that possible. <laughs> Whether they be on Patreon, Steel Series, Advanced GG, or HelloFresh, y'all, y'all rule. Y'all good. Yep. Okay. And with that, we'll see you in two weeks, and that'll be a live letter show. And Sly, I hereby give you permission to work on the other show for after that. I'm giving you the flag. Okay. Okay. I'm excited for this one. I'm giving you, I'm giving you the flag for that. Okay. Okay. And I will leave that in your capable hands. Three weeks. Uh, weeks. okay. And if you need my help with anything for that idea they don't know about yet, I, I'm pretty good on that one, but I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll just hit you up about it. Sounds good. All right. With that, 
<laughs> so with that, we'll see you in two weeks, everyone. We'll do a short post show and then we'll see you in two weeks. So enjoy your weekends and your Harvestella ing and holy shit, Aloha. I see you looking at me. I'm wrapping up right now. Okay? Okay? Okay. He gets it. Got it. We'll see it. We'll see it next. I, I think my outro is the wrong one. It still has Stall and, and Koya on it. But you know what? They're cool too. So here they get, they get shout outs in the yeah. outro. There you go. Yeah. There Take care. Go. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Well, it's goodbye to the YouTube on Twitch. We're not actually leaving, but yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we can if you want, if you hate us, I suppose, mm-hmm. but now we're, yeah, no. Okay. Bye. Yeah.